0: Check us out, Chuck, public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous roof. What's up?
1: This is DOC, the Diggy motherfucking guy. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, murder my... What up, yo? This is E-Shot.
0: This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This is your boy, DJ Paul, KOL from 36 Block. Young Busy Ball. Vice Warp. This your man, Mastermind, the Hell Raise Up. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Back here you throw me the pistol grip And I can really get it Hey, the hog tied up Wrap him up like a motherfucking Christmas tree.
2: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Prez. Welcome back to Murder Master Music Show. This is episode 901. We got a very special guest tonight who is now an Emmy winner. I'm talking about the one and only Bootleg of the Dayton family. Congratulations, man. It's huge.
3: Oh, yeah, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me, man.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a, a huge, huge milestone um, for the documentary uh, Bootleg and Breed. Um How does that make you feel, you know what I'm saying, to uh, get that type of an accolade that very few, if any, have in the the world of hip-hop?
3: Well, man, actually, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm still a little shocked by it, man. You know, I've been riding around with it like it's one of my homeboys, man, in the hood. I've been taking it on the hood tour, you know, riding around with it, man. And, um, you know, but in all honesty, it feels um, unbelievable, man. It's amazing, you know, after... 30 years in the game to get recognized for something other than my music. I got the one of the big 4 for um a documentary, you know what I mean, and that was the shocking part of it for me, you know, to receive it not, you know, not for the category of, uh, related to music but for film.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a blessing right there. Something, you know what I'm saying, that um <clears throat> it's a whole new direction, but it's based on the music of Flint and um you know what i'm saying it's something that's very important to the city uh whose idea was it to do this film originally
3: i'm am going to tell you man um Jerry Valdez man she's a professor at um Michigan State University so she called me and her initial intention was to do just a a, a documentary on hip hop period in general so well, she she reached out to me because she wanted me to, you know, connect her with contacts and people on the ground in Flint. So when she when she got with me, I ran it by her. I said, you know, I think it would be amazing if you narrowed the scope and, you know, brought it down, you know, and let's do something a little more narrow, you know, based on me and Eric, you know. And um, she took it back to her, her team, you know, the arts and science department back
2: at the college, and they agreed, and uh, we took off from there. Yeah, so, and then the rest is history, as they say. Um, Breed, he would have really uh, loved to have seen this. Uh, have you spoken to his family at all? And if so, uh, oh, yes, what are their man. thoughts on it?
3: Oh, man, they're so happy, man. It's, it's so proud, man. You know, I, uh, Tasha and I keep in touch. You know, that was Breeze, uh the, the mother of his children. We keep in touch. And she, she was heavily involved in the creation of the documentary. She uh, actually played a director role in it. And um she um she was just happy, man, you know, like to tears, man. Um, so proud that she can carry on his legacy and keep his name in the spotlight and um and um and that type of thing, man. So uh his whole family was honored, man. I spoke to, you know, reached out to, you know, his cousins and a few of his family members and everybody was happy and I was proud to be a part of it, you know, link our stories, link together like that. It was it was just a proud moment for me to to represent Breed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because uh um uh, I mean you guys were just kids when you came out. He came out first. Um what was it like, you know what I'm saying, as aspiring young rapper watching him succeed? Did you feel at that time if he could do it, that gives me hope that I can do it.
3: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I um actually like when when Breed blew up, man, seeing Breed blew up, it was encouraging. But I, I was always determined to, to do it my way. Actually, you know, so I admired it, but I always, I always was determined to do it my way and do it, you know. And I never, my whole life, I, I try to explain it like this has always been kind of like the Forrest Gump movie. Things just happen for me in a godly way. They just come into my world. I don't look for things or seek accolades or none of that. They just things just happen for me. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: This is this is this is one of those situations. Uh, yeah,
3: definitely.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, man. You, I mean, you you, you definitely uh, uh, deserve a documentary, you know what I'm saying, because all the things that, you know, the Master P, uh, Down South Hustlers, I mean, we can go on and on and on. Um, yeah. But, yeah, all this stuff happened to you when you were growing up, you know. Um, did you ever imagine that, you know, all these years later, they'd still be talking about the groundwork that you guys laid back in the yeah. early 90s?
3: No man, I, I mean you know, I, I when I when I set off on this journey, man, in the um in the music, I never would have imagined that thirty years later that we would still be being recognized and being you know just still active, still doing shows and still you know uh, active in the community, you know, with that type of thing, and um it's just been a blessing, man, to to. The ride the roller coaster man cuz that's 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 what it's just been you know it's been like a roller coaster my over 30 years ups and downs and loops and turns and twists and all um, it's just been a beautiful world man
2: yeah yeah e- early on um you you almost uh was like SIBO in a way because both of you guys was putting out a lot of music but you were both locked up you know what i'm saying you had to balance somehow get it done um, how were those days? Was it, was it pretty rough to get through that?
3: Um, You know what, man? Thank God that I had an amazing group member, man, that was strong in uh, shoestring, man, you know, because he, he, he kept the boat floating. He did the frame work yeah. when I was locked up for FBI. He had all the beats ready for me to go. You know, when I when I transitioned from federal prison, I had a 90-day in between before I had to go to state prison. And um, I got in there with FBI. He already had the framework set for me, so he made it easy for me, you know. So luckily, I had a group member that wasn't no quitter, you know. He got out there and, and kept the boat floating. So I give most of the credit for that to Shoestring.
2: Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, uh, have been friends for such a long time. How far does it go back, man? Like way before the rap? Oh wrapping,
3: my! Oh my! Oh my God, man! Me and Shoestring go back. Uh, first in our early days as teenagers, we were in, in, in gang banging different gangs. He was a six old Crip, I was a, 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 a gangster disciple, and uh, he was. Uh, this was back in our teenage days. We've we been string been knowing each other since we were like eleven, twelve years old. Wow! And um, and 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 and, and the ties go deeper. It's something that uh, a lot of people that uh don't even notice that shoe string has a daughter by my sister. So string is like my brother.
2: Yeah,
3: that's family right there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yep. That's that's just the fact that a lot of people don't know.
2: Yeah, that's that's wild though. You guys were from uh, two two opposing gangs, but you must have clicked with the music. You guys must have both. Yeah, no,
3: no. We were we were even friends during the gang banging days. Me and String
2: never had any issues. Um,
3: even even back then. Um, what uh, String was you know involved with the music and recording, like I've told you before. Uh, uh, he was ahead of me. He was you know, I was I yeah. was heavily active in the streets, um back then and um string knew Steve Pitts, Corey Peterson and a lot of those guys before me, they was all active in the studio and string introduced me to them, you know.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's yep. amazing. So, yeah, as
3: a young, as a young guy String used to ride his ten speed, maybe like ten, eleven miles to the studio. And um and uh he used to try to get me to go every day. He would come and try to get me to go and it took my mother. He, he came to my mother and him and my mother together finally got me to go.
2: They convinced you, huh? Yeah, yeah.
3: they convinced me to do it. Yep.
2: Ah oh, man, that's a good thing they did. Um Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Shout out to uh Shoestring for uh holding it down too while you was locked up. He was telling us, um, you know, rest in peace, I don't mean Nick Scarfo. You met Nick Scarfo in the Feds. That's how you guys hooked up with three six.
3: Yeah, Nick Scarfo was my bunkie, actually in in the Fed joint. We was in Milan, uh FCI together, and uh, he was my bunkie. And uh, he kept telling me, you know, you know, who he was, and you know, I didn't realize how heavy Nick was until, you know, I did my homework on him and background check on him, and I realized how heavy he was, and. Uh, I knew he was heavy, I introduced him to a female from Flint and uh he bought her a brand new car just so she could drive up there to visit him off the lot. Brand new, you know, that year. Wow. So I knew he was heavy motherfucker when I, you know, off of that. And um uh, we hit it off, man. We was bunkies. He was the only guy in my correctional facility with a Rolex on. He had a, a diamond Rolex in, in the prison. And uh he was he was rough, man. Nick Nick Scarfo was a cold dude. He um he he made that connection for String them while he was in prison. He uh set them features up. And when String went down there, they gave String vehicles and all kind of shit when he went to Memphis to fuck with 3-6. Yep.
2: Man, that, that's huge. Yeah, uh, he was on their uh, Relativity debut. Um, you know what I'm saying? You, you missed that one. You was locked up at the time. When you, yeah, like, yeah oh, I like, mean, Nick Garfo was, was that in on that one.
3: Yep. Yeah, man. I wish I could've, man. I missed a few nice ones, you know, being incarcerated. Yeah. I wish I could've been, um, I wish I could've been there for that one, man. Uh, me and Nick wish we could've been there. It'd have been a hell of a party if we both was out.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Nick Scarfo, man. Shout out to him. He, uh, he used to. We we did a lot of cover stories on him for Street Masters down in Memphis, and um, he was putting it back together, you know. He had the Prophet Posse and everything, uh, uh, full motion before he passed. Uh, so rest in peace to him. But you said he had a Rolex sign in the prison. Anybody try to take it from him?
3: No, nah, no, nah, didn't nobody fuck with Nick, man. You got to keep in mind, in the federal penitentiary, it was a lot different than the state. Most of the guys in the federal penitentiary had money. So trying to rob somebody in the federal penitentiary, you looked at petty and broke. You looked at like a bum. And didn't nobody yeah. want to look like no bum in there. So, yeah, they, they really didn't fuck with Nick. And guys with money, you know, they were surrounded by by goons anyway, they weren't gonna let you take nothing from them no way, you know. They fed too many people.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Nick was a, a real deal. But that's crazy, man, Rolex and a joint. But um, you know, shout out to uh, him and his legacy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, man,
3: Nick was a good dude. He came to Flint and saw me um he saw he came and saw me a few times after we both got out in Flint.
2: Oh yeah. Did you guys ever yeah. have talks and maybe doing other stuff together in the future?
3: Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we were talking about doing a whole lot of business, man. A whole lot of things. Um and and um we just never got to it, man. Like I say, uh we was rapping back and forth on all numerous different business ventures we were talking about doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man, huge, huge uh, talent right there. Well, uh you know, now of course, uh you know, DJ Paul and Juicy J, they're doing stuff together. Again, um, I'd love to see a Dayton Family 3-6 Mafia song now. You know, I think the world oh, yeah. could definitely use one of them.
3: Yeah, they're my brothers, you know? man. Like I say, yeah, that that might be something we might have to put together, man. Um, Paul still actively, you know, uh, shot us out, man. We did the Versus Battle. He recorded a little, uh, you know, a shout-out video for us to play at the Versus Battle. So uh, Paul still, you know, fuck with us. He actively fucked with us still. Juicy J, my man you know project pat my my dude so we might have to make something like that happen
2: oh yeah definitely definitely uh speaking of Dayton family i, I see you and Shu uh knocking out shows um do you guys uh, have anything in the works any music coming or?
3: yeah man listen man you know what you know i'm gonna tell you something about me and shoe man we've been you know we've been recording music and doing songs man but but we so we so hooked on being able to have reach, man, over the years, we've wasted so much material not having access to the, to the, to the national distribution. And, you know, even with the, even with social media, you know, we haven't been able to reach that fan base that like relativity Sony was able to reach. So, you know, we, 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 we still make excellent music. It's strong, but we just, you know, waiting on a a outlet that's, 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 that's capable of reaching the, the amount of people that we need to be reached. You know what I mean? Instead of just wasting good music We got we got a studio full of good music right now that's ready to go But uh, but we just, you know, we just want to, you know, just don't drop shit And it's just a waste of time And we right back in the studio recording again
2: I feel you on that, man uh, as, as much as a fan as I am, as much as I like it I, I can't do nothing but uh, agree with you Because uh, you guys need to be heard by the masses, you know Yes um, <laughs> it 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 was going down like that for a minute when you was at psychopathic um yeah but yeah. it, it just didn't work out the way uh, uh it could have you know i'm sure it could have uh, been yeah, I mean, much bigger well,
3: with a lot with a lot of artists man with the, with the psychopathic situation i can be completely honest with you it was a whole lot of uh jealousy man amongst the artists you know what i mean it was it was uh, you know everybody feeling like somebody was coming to try to take their position or their spot it was too much, and it was designed to be that way over there, to you know, for everybody to, you know, go for self. That's why, that's why, you know, that's why I'm so divided and split. Now that's why all the artists gone from over there, because you know, you know, I mean, when you when you work for when you work for an artist, they they ain't gonna never allow you to grow. They they gonna you know not at least not grow bigger than they are. You know, so, yeah.
2: That's how, that's how, that how a lot was. There was a
3: whole lot of. Go ahead.
2: No, I was just gonna say I see that a lot unfortunately, uh, where there's a label head, uh, who's a rapper and uh, the only one I could say though that really um did a good job of showcasing a lot of the other artists I would say would be uh Master Because you yeah. gotta uh you gotta remember a lot of those guys, man, when they dropped they were huge gold, platinum, yeah. Mr. Servon number yeah. one record. Um you gotta but Yeah, yeah you see, gotta keep yeah,
3: because yeah. Master P Master P wasn't in the standing in nobody's
2: way. He uh
3: you know, rap wasn't his um you know, Master P just rap because he was around it. You know, that wasn't his primary job like a lot of these other guys. You know Yeah. So
2: Yeah,
3: that's he understood real talk. how to be how he he understood how to be a you know, a label head and CEO and not just a rapper, you know, so
2: Yeah, he definitely uh he definitely did that for sure. Um but this uh, bootleg and breed film, um, you know, it's it, it's getting the um, the uh, notoriety it deserves. You know, what I'm saying, uh, what about um, like a release? Are you guys gonna get it on Netflix or something? Or?
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's property actually at, at the University of Michigan. On my page, you can post the. I post a link where you can view it for free, actually
2: right on the page on my facebook page so i'm not
3: sure how they i'm not sure what they're shooting for after we won the emmy is still in the um the um film festivals right now so it's still working the circuit through the film festivals and that type of thing um so they uh the final goal they haven't mentioned anything to me about you know trying to get it on the network
2: or nothing like that
3: i'm working on my own thing though and that's the direction i'm going to go
2: oh you're doing a documentary?
3: Yeah, I'm in the process of working on a documentary myself right now about about us, about the Dayton family,
2: about oh, our only yeah.
3: tour. Yeah, we did we did we did them. Yeah, I kind of centered it around you know, in 30 years we've only been on one tour. We went to all 50 really? states with ICP. Since you was talking about ICP, I can mention that we went on one tour, to all 50 states with ICP, and over them over that trip, I recorded like 90 hours worth of footage, and um. We're going to incorporate telling, you know, the dating story through my eyes on the road so, you all you know, they can really see behind the scenes how it is to be on tour. It was fun as fuck, so hopefully they're going to enjoy it. I'm in the process of putting that together right now.
2: Congratulations on that, man. I definitely look forward to that. Um, yeah, yeah I, I can't believe that was your only tour, man, because uh, back in the days, you know, with Breed and stuff, uh, he was going everywhere, you know, uh, doing stuff with Pac. Did you ever get to uh meet Pac or or hang out with him at yes, all?
3: Man. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, on a couple, few occasions. The biggest occasion, the first time we ever went to the Atlanta Freak Nick, uh, Tupac and Breed did a show at the Windmill place in downtown Flint. Uh we wasn't we wasn't on the show, but me and String were at the hottest album in Flint at the time, so we popped up at the show. They let us perform. Tupac uh loved loved our performance, invited us to the Freak Nick with him and Breed. We got on the highway the next day, went to Atlanta, hung out for three days with Pac, Breed, DOC, Bobby Brown, TLC, Jodice, and uh we had a ball. And you know? after that, yeah, we we, we hung out at Breed Crib, wrapped in the basement, freestyling with Pac. We kicked through a Pac on a few occasions.
2: Wow. Now that would have been a hell of a collaboration right there. You and Pac almost sound similar in many ways. It's the way you guys emphasize your words. You know what I'm saying? The way you—I mean, you, when you say something, you feel it. You make sure yeah. that the uh, the audience feels it, man. Did anybody ever try to compare you and Pac?
3: Yeah, all the time, man. But you know, I always let them know. You know, Pac was Pac was somebody I admired, man, and and I tell them too. I was doing you know the hard shit back, you know, when Pac was doing uh, Humpty Hump, I was I was busting yeah. pistols up motherfucker, so I was the first one to do it. Actually. You know what I'm saying I was before Pac on the gangster shit. <laughs> yeah. a, lot of, a lot a lot a lot Go lot of people back to at least ninety one, right? Yeah, yeah, man shit. I mean I from my day one rapping, I was always on that hard shit. I ain't never do no fancy shit. Even back when I was first starting, even as a kid, I, my shit was hard.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Midwest yeah. man has always uh, had real hard street stuff. Um, I'll tell you a guy I'd like to see you collaborate with, man, Gangsta Nip. That's who. Yeah, I just insane. listen. I just. I got a picture.
3: I got a picture with Gangsta Nip. I was just in a nightclub with Gangsta Nip up here. He was just in Detroit. This had to be maybe thirty days ago, and I, I came to his show. He had a show, and me and him took some pictures and shit together. Man, I got pictures in my phone wow. with Nip. I just. I just talked to Nip. He's supposed to come up here and fuck with me coming up next month.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nip,
3: Nip my dude, man. You want to hear that one? We can definitely
2: make that happen. Yeah, that's going to be something real special because, you know what I'm saying, that's like the hardest of the H and the hardest of Flint. I mean, the fans are really going to love it, the ones that love that hard street stuff mixed with that gore. You know, Nip's like the – Man, how would you put the Stephen King or the
3: you yeah, know uh yeah, Rob Zombie to yeah.
2: rap? You know, just uh um,
3: Yeah geez. Yeah he is. You know? Yeah, he is. Brother Lynch too. I love Brother Lynch too. Yeah.
2: Lynch and uh Esham, he was more uh with the dark spiritual stuff, you know. Yeah, I, just um, talked to
3: e. I talked to e. other I talked to E the other day too. He uh he working on some other stuff too right now. He you know, he stay busy, man. He doing shows and shit too right now.
2: Oh hell yeah, yeah! I I really liked when you guys collabed uh, uh, on FBI and and then later on you know uh, did some stuff together, um, the to, uh, o- Overture I believe it was. Yeah, um, yeah, that,
3: that yeah that was that was a crazy situation man dog. I told you about that situation right with Overture that, wait, that he ran uh, off with of a few million. Remember I told you Yeah he sold E-Catalog yeah. And ran it off For some million. Yeah uh-huh.
2: Yeah same shit Happened yeah. at Dog Day Records Out in the Bay I don't know if you remember Dog Day They put out like eleven five Darkroom Dark Room f- uh, Familia A bunch of people They put out like uh-huh. Albums like Master P Right Just dropping them Every month And then they just Flew to the other side Of the country and Just left That's <laughs> fucked oh, up When wow. shit like that Happens man um, But yeah That shit's crazy but uh, it's good to see Isham still making music. You know, he's a, he, now that's that's a pioneer on many levels, because you got to think about it, a Midwest pioneer, a Michigan pioneer, and then a pioneer of that uh, uh, real dark stuff. One of the first to do it, you know.
3: Yeah, most definitely.
2: Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, man. For uh, the you know the homie Breed, rest in peace. Let's give him this No Future that you and him did, and then we'll come back and chop it up a little bit more bootleg. Um, Don't go nowhere, bro
0: All oh, right That's a
2: lie three breathe
0: us, niggas still gon' flip shit. He yeah, double. I proclaim my name, and you can watch a nigga bubble up and change the game. I got a pocket full of money, and weed is all I need. Sitting waiting on my niggas, fly nigga, to get the free. Got the knowledge of a street scholar, fucking Apollo. I want a six hundred, and when you see me holla holla, they sweat. man, I'm a criminal. I'm putting weed on the mat, Cause 'cause keep the paint
2: jobs all original. All them punks will cover plenty of ground when I'm in your pound. Fuck around, get clown
0: when I come around. I put it down, all that talking ain't nothing. Then I'ma tell you once again, ain't no picture in your motherfuckin'. I'm be Double OT, soldier. Somebody should have told you I crushed him. Touch breathe, come to rush 'em. You wanna hear lyrics? Listen up while we bustle. Flipping on the head low, in hell and good smoke. Now hold your breath, gag it, toast, booze can't fade it. Already they made it, top of the line. Being there, breathe the dopest that you can find in the industry. Cause we be working with that chemistry, magically. Taking you to levels four gradually. Break them off from different angles and tangles systematically. Inhale, exhale, doing it automatically. ah, ah you ride to the day, Family, in every the world worldwide. Don't hate the player, play a hater, hate the game. You know who I am and all my subs know my name. Who am I? The b double L E G Rat name. Who's Freak name. My all my All that talking that you doing, that ain't nothing. Being there free for Flint. Ain't no future in your front. Flint time. It ain't no future in your front. In, dollars front. in my pocket now. And I got dollars in my pocket, not from rolling. Since I'm not a fiend, then my jewelry's never stolen. Putting bootleg on everything I own. My white navigator ain't 12's on phone. It's the return of the dating club. Fresh out of prison, but I'm still plugged. Nothing but slugs for me, mug. Being 3'6", tearing up the club. Anybody violate the family is getting drugged. Bootleg, who's saying he can flow like I? I doubt it. Besides that fact, relativity won't allow it. You can borrow my style, but please bring it home. Because my style be missing its own.
2: To review that whole album Um, What makes that work Usually remakes don't work You know what I'm saying Because usually the the, the, the original Is is so hard you don't want to mess with it You don't want to fuck it up What made that work is the chemistry That you and Breed had You know what I'm saying You tricked out the beat like the original I mean it's just as good as the original
3: Yeah me and Breed Got together man it was just organic you know, when I tell you that, uh, this literally how it happened, we bumped into each other in traffic. I'm driving, I'm coming down, uh, DuPont street in Flint, Michigan. He coming down DuPont the opposite way. We stopped, we talked, I asked him for permission. I said, man, let me do the record. You know, cause he was hesitant. A lot of artists, like you were seeing the documentary, asked him to uh, redo that record. He wouldn't do it with nobody else. I had just came home from prison. I asked him to let me do it. He said, yeah. I said, fuck it. I'll come with me right now. Let's do it on the spot. We called, I had my manager call, um, Corey Peterson, which is shoestrings cousin. He produced the beat with an hour later. We was in the studio recording it. Then I, I sent it to, um, relativity. They heard it. They flew us out to Atlanta to shoot the video immediately. So even before, you know, as soon as they heard it, they knew it was that one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. That's yeah. Classic right there. Um, the homie Sim from France. I know he's got a couple um, before we go. Uh, I want to bring him on. Uh, Sin, you there, brother?
1: Yes, yes, sir. Uh, hi, Scott. hi, it's called hi, Alexandre Bootleg. Yeah, yeah I, how you and doing, also, man? Um, Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, on the song No the Future, there was uh, the sample uh, Thank You Warm. It was uh-huh. called production. It was dope. <laughs> okay,
3: thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um can you tell us about this song uh, player hater on the uh, FBI album as a collaboration with Isham it was is put said by Steve Pace legendary can you tell us about about this one and steve pace also yeah p-
3: player haters man you know back then you know back in the back then when the FBI dropped you know player hating was it was you know the phrase for you know people being jealous of you and envious man and at that time, it was a lot of hate. We had, you know, we was on a major label, so a lot of, you know, the local rappers was jealous and hating. So we had to do one. And um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, man, you know who better to do a player hating song with than Esham, the, uh, you know, the unholy man himself, you know. So we pulled in Esham. And as y'all, if y'all didn't notice, I was incarcerated still. When that, I missed that feature too. I wasn't on player haters. I missed that yeah. feature. I missed the 3-6 Mafia feature. I missed, you know, most of the features because I was incarcerated. So when I came home, most of those were already done. Yeah. 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 But so
2: you had a chance later on, though, to work with them, though, at least.
3: Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Yeah, yeah, that was my bro. Yep, I talked to E all the time, man. Yeah. Do remember the
1: first time you met Asam at time?
3: The, what's the, what was the first time I met him, you say?
1: Yeah, yeah, you met him, Ishan.
3: Oh, man, I met E way back in the day, man. I, I met Eshan, I want to say, even before the rap, even before rap, it, it was early 90s, <clears throat> I met Eshawn, man. Eshawn, I met Esham in Flint, actually, man, because was real popular in Flint. A lot of people don't know that he's just as popular in Flint as he is in Detroit, so, you know, coming to Flint back back when he first was dropping, them, you know, the color tapes, the red tape and the blue tape back then, you know. So I met him way back just when I first was starting my career in the Dayton
1: family. Yeah, yeah. You said where Joe by time is mob, rest in on a legs of flag the, the underground side of Flint. I don't the, know the first one of Flint. It was maybe you, before you... Do you remember some rappers of Flint, some the, the peonies?
2: Like, was there anybody okay. before Breed, or was he the first?
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: before Breed in, in the 80s, maybe. Oh, yeah, no, nah, but wasn't too many rappers. It was a whole lot of, you know, Flint always had a rap culture. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, from back with the talent shows and everything, back in the era that Breed came up in. Breed was initially a beatbox. Breed didn't rap initially. He wasn't even a rapper. He used to beatbox for other rappers. And um, eventually he came into his own and became an artist. So I, it was a whole lot of rappers before Breed, man. A lot of them, man. You know, guys like Took and Bone, Ski and Dre, uh, Jay. Um, uh, you had guys like uh, the Bo Day, uh, Bam, and and uh, it was a whole lot of guys that was hard, man, from Flint. You know, that was before um, before myself and Breed.
1: Yeah. Um. Can you tell us about this song, Stick and Move, on Dunson's Houseless Hustlers' masterpiece compilation? You was one of the right group outside the Down South Coast to. You must come from the Midwest. And uh, how you get the deal with P?
3: Man, Ben, we were the hottest thing smoking at that time. You got to keep in mind, man, we was making noise, man. We was fucking the South up when we first dropped our album. So when P reached out to us, we submitted, you know, Stick and Move was was, 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 was one of our songs, The dating song for one of our albums. So we just picked one our, you know, one of our songs we submitted, sent him uh, four, three or four of our uh, songs, and he picked "Stick and Move," and he started the album off with that, and that was the first gold album we was ever on.
2: Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. They need to re-release that shit because you can't get it no more. It's a, I mean, it sells for like a couple hundred dollars if you want to pay that. But, um, yeah, man, that shit's classic.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: You
1: know, so. Last, Last question. Can you tell us about the label back in the day? Poe Broke Records was uh, a time for What's on My Mind album, the first album.
3: Uh, well, okay, what about what What? Uh, can you repeat that What's on My Mind? Oh, what about
1: it again? Oh, the, the label, uh Broke Records was a oh, time. Paul Broke. Can I Yeah,
3: Poe yeah, yeah, Paul Broke Paul broke Records was uh Tony and Ken Dickerson. So so when Matt, my friend Matt, you know, Matt at the time, back then, Matt was handling all our business, Backstabber. Backstabber was our finances. He was the financial advisor. He was everything. So when Matt got indicted and went to prison, he introduced us to his best friends, Tony and Ken Dickerson, and that's the label they had. So um, we was over there with uh, Paul Bro Records, and actually we missed out on millions of dollars because of a divide-and-conquer situation with Poe broke records because um at the time they were scheduled to release FBI on Poe broke records and um they had uh Relativity had cut them uh initial check from maybe I want to say like 100 and some thousand dollars and they kept it from me and Houston. They didn't tell us about the check. So Relativity came to us and said, "We will take y'all and sign y'all directly to Relativity if y'all want to leave Pro broke." And unfortunately, that was the decision that was made. You know, um, if we were to stayed Independent with Paul Broke That was like a $3 million deal Up front for FBI oh,
1: Okay yeah. And where, where, your, where came your name Bootleg
3: <laughs> Yeah Shoestring named all Shoestring named all three of the group members He named me Bootleg He named himself Shoestring And he named Backstabber Backstabber Shoestring came up with all three of the names
1: Okay
2: uh, All right Legendary, right there, man. Dayton family is legendary. Salute to you guys.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Thirty plus years in the game and still doing it. Um, shout out to Shoestring Backstabber. What? What is? Uh, I know Shoestring's doing a lot of stuff. What's Backstabber been up to?
3: Backstabber just started his own clothing line, man. Um, it, it the reserve. I forgot. It, it slips my mind. He just showed it to me the other day, but he's working on a clothing line. Uh me and him right now is planning a few parties. Backstabber's still active, man He, uh, he gonna stay, you know, moving His feet, and, um, he gonna keep His hands in something, man, to, uh You know, make some profit, so Backstabber's, uh, he's still Uh, making moves, man
2: Yeah, shout out to him, too, man Um, shout out to your brother You know, Ghetto yep, Uh Another very talented individual Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and everything you do, man Just, uh, keep us posted, bro, and um, before we go, I want to give you the floor If you got anything coming out or coming up Or, or you know, how to get in touch with you, man It's all yours I, I, just,
3: I, I just want to say thank you, man for The Murder Music Show, man For always supporting the Dayton family Myself as a solo artist, man And uh, sticking with us, man And riding with us And um, I just want to say that uh, Like I was telling you earlier in the interview, man That, you know, I got the documentary I'm working on Y'all check for that Y'all can go on Vimeo uh, V-I-M-E-O and that's what a Breed and Bootleg documentary is. Um, right now, you can catch us at a city near you, man. If you're a promoter and you're interested in bringing a dating family to a city near you, hit inbox me on Facebook under Ira James Dorsey, man, and, and we'll get with you, man. We we'll would love to come to a town that you and rock out. So right now, that's what we're doing, the shows, man. If you're interested in booking the dating family, we're going to give you a sweet number. Get with us.
2: Man, absolutely. We're going to get out of here with problems. I love that song, man. Uh, That's one of the ones I know what you're talking about. That should have been a platinum record right there. Uh, Bootleg, Mm -hmm. you stay safe, brother. We'll get up with you real soon, fam. Be easy.
3: Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
2: Watch over
0: me, God. Protect me as I journey through this maze of life. I
3: got things on my shoulders that I can't carry, so I lay my burdens at your feet. I got a problem.
0: My mind's gone. This world is against me. I boy, the feelings, my cup of love is run empty. Nobody could tell me one word that could save me. From all of these demons inside my head, am I crazy? I wish I could leave here, never to return. The city on fire, and hell, the fumes watch it burn. i in my kids' eyes. They tell me they love me. But how could they love something that's so dark and so ugly? My life is a nightmare. I can't. I wanna get so high that overdose is the outcome. God forgive me, I feel like an outcast. I'm taking this drug class. I know that I won't pass. Cause I got a problem. I got some issues, and that's why I'm playing roulette with you You don't know what I've been through. They tell me I'm in. I with people for nothing. I make rear. I just read all my pain away. I struggle my health is declining, can't go a day without popping pills. No one understands me. Someone throw me a lifeline or am I trapped inside this misery for a lifetime? I know there's one lesson left for me to still learn. My kid's mother hates me, that's why we sleep with our backs. Danny Balls ain't helping me. I pop four and I'm still depressed. I'm dealing with so much stress. Just to look at the way I'm dressed. When I look in the mirror now, I hate everything I see. There's something wicked I feel. That's taking hold of me. What happens? You are the happy time. I'm missing the sunshine. I want to I don't know why there's something broken inside my mind Maybe I should attend church I'd probably be happy there Rescued it. from this pool of self-pity I've been drowning in God forgive me I feel like an outcast I'm taking this drug class But I know that I won't pass Cause I got a problem I got some issues And that's why I'm playing Russian roulette rule that pistols. you You don't know what I've been through They tell me I'm in I cursing people for nothing i make.